This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Outside Edge. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Outside Edge from newslaundry.com and I'm your host Chandresh Narayanan. So we have with us Nikhil Nas, former sports editor of NDTV and now a noted cricket and sports presenter who also presents the World Cup show on Crickinfo. I am here to talk to him about his new book Miracle Men which talks about uh, an interesting aspect of the 1983 World Cup win. Welcome to the show Nikhil. Thanks a lot for having me Chandresh. So Nikhil, where did this idea of this book come about? Uh it it was always with me. I was always fascinated uh, about the 83 World Cup win. I was only 4 years of age myself so I hadn't ever seen anything neither did I understand cricket at that age but when I grew up my first memory of a world cup is 87 and even during those early days everyone spoke of 83 and then when I became a journalist you know people spoke of 83 I would always read a few articles and as as a cricket journalist yourself you would have known of plenty of things like the Viv Richards catch or that in swinger that got Greenwich by Balwinder but those were just you know tidbits here and there no one had really put the story together I always wanted to know the story of the world cup so then i picked up a few books one written by uh, man singh who was the manager at that time one written by balwinder sandhu even in those books they had mentioned just few incidents that may have happened to them but no one had actually taken the effort to put the story together i had even in fact spoken to a few journalists who traveled at that time as you know there were only six and no one had put the story of start to finish as in everything that happened at that world cup so i wanted to and then uh, there was a book agent who got in touch with me once j- just generally he would watch me on uh, uh, presenting shows on ndtv and said that i'd love for you to write a book on cricket maybe your experiences having traveled the world for cricket and you'd have many interesting stories to tell so i was of the opinion no one would be interested in knowing my stories but if there's one story that i was really interested in myself and would love to research is the 83 world cup so he said yeah why don't you write it and i did a bit of research then cinema synopsis and that's how it got going the book itself is very interesting because there are details about the book that uh, we were not aware of but the interesting aspect is that you essentially follow four gentlemen yeah. uh two journalists rather one journalist one future journalist yeah. and two individuals that uh, everybody has been quite fascinated by tell us something about those four individuals so so those were people and i also thought that you know when i tell the story it should be a 360 sort of a view and 83 wasn't just about the team it was so much for india as you know that people say uh, that victory changed indian cricket in fact changed india as a whole i got to understand how it was so i wanted to do a bit of social commentary also of how indians were at that time how indians were in the uk at the time today I mean you know we have we are one of the richest communities in the UK but it wasn't such at that time now in london you'd see as many indians as englishmen uh, you know uh, but it wasn't the case at that time uh, immigration to uk had only started around 60s and then 80s also uk was going through a very uh, you know right wing sort of uh, emotions at that time uh, uh margaret thatcher was like their superhero much like you know how we see i mean i'm not going to compare the situation with india but you know that uh, our prime minister has a fan following and it was similar with the margaret thatcher she had a fan following and so you know this i am british we are more superior sort of uh, feeling was there so at that time indians 
did feel a bit left out and we weren't doing that well uh, uh, financially so i wanted to pick a couple of indians from those times so which is why uh, you will hear the story of mintu bhatia uh, uh, who was fairly well to do even in those times but he was a rarity amongst indian communities and you have jiten parik who's a corner shop owner which you know is something that you know most indians do so so their stories run parallel to what they were going through in the uk and how that indian victory was an victory for them as uh, as indians staying in the uk for the two of them the other two uh, ayas was one of those six journalists covering so i wanted his perspective as well as as you know that journalists have always have a different perspective on the uh, game so ayas memen uh, you know being one of those six journalists uh, uh, covering so i had him uh, and apart from uh, ayas was rajdeep uh, who i've had a, a chance to work with so so rajdeep sadas i was my uh, you know editor in chief at ndtv at uh, one point and then uh, i'd read about him being an 18 year old trying to make his mark in cricket so because his father was a test cricketer his father had sent him to england as an 18 year old to go and play in those conditions if he wanted to be a better player so he's traveled there and uh, while he was playing there you know at that time indian players weren't given as much of respect as indian players get now because india wasn't a cricketing power so his struggles of playing club cricket there and how sometimes he'd feel a bit uh, left out because all the other boys would go for a drink or two and and sometimes he may not have the money or even if he did he'd only be welcome the day he's got runs the day he's not got runs he wasn't part of the in uh, the inner circle of his own team so i mean uh, i mean it's got an undercurrent of uh, racism that it existed at that time so yeah i i wanted to take all of those perspective and put it and not just make it cricket so which is why i think i know it it sounds like a plug which is why i say that it's a book for everyone it's like for your grandmother for your uh, you know mother sister who not in, who aren't probably cricket followers but just would love a story uh, so i tried to make it like that it's just a human story and the first ever feedback when i wrote the book i hadn't shown it to anyone the first feedback i got was from a lawyer because it goes for that legal vetting and she was the first one who read it outside of me i didn't even get any of my family members to read it no one she's the first one who read it and because she wasn't a cricket lover herself her feedback was very encouraging and she said i'm not a cricket lover but i loved the story and just the way it went so so that was the first indication i got that okay it's for the target audience i'm uh, you know trying to uh, have read this book and so yeah that was the intention which is why i took so many other characters so how would you classify the book a factual book a fictional book how would you classify the book so it's a dramatic commentary of what happened at that time now you got to remember that in 83 i interviewed uh, six of those members from that team and the stalwarts like kapil dev and sunil gavaskar and sunil gavaskar as you know has an elephant's memory he remembers every little thing but even he would struggle to remember a lot of things because you know it happened way back i mean he remember a few knocks he remember a few things but like when i threw a lot of those questions at him how was he feeling at a particular point he wouldn't so i mean i got the general feeling which is why when a journalist like ayaz helps because you know he's seeing it from another perspective so i spoke to plenty of people to just get a picture of what may have been happening at that time so the whole narration is like a fly on the wall sort of a thing as if you know it's happening the book is written as if it's 1983 it does it 
tries not to go into the future. Uh, it, of course, makes references to the past before 83 and giving it context to each scene, but it tries not to go into the future. There's only one part in the book where I've consciously made a reference to what happens in the future is, is, a, is a quote by Kapil Dev, which I borrowed from his autobiography, where he says so many years later uh, about an incident that happened. That's the only way. And I knew that I'm, you know, in that sense, uh, crossing that line of trying not to take this book into the future and just keeping it at 83. But I thought it was so relevant there. I made that exception there. Uh, uh, but yeah, just coming back to the question. So so these characters, like Mintu and all, I had, the names I got from the players themselves because, you know, these are the guys who would supply them food and come. And they had just rough recollection of these guys. It was really tough to you know, chase them. Then I met a few young, during my travel to England, when I, I was there, I'd spoken to in 2017, because I'd started my research then. I spoke to some other younger fans, generally, some of them who said their fathers were there and whatever. So I tried to get some of the experiences that their fathers went through when that happened and integrated it with uh, a Mintu Bhatia or Jitain Parekh because uh, those were real stories of those guys. Now, I'm saying any corner shop owner is Jitu Parekh. It doesn't have to be that one guy. And I heard various stories of guys of what they went through or their issues. And any restaurant owner could be Mintu Bhatia. So so while these names were true and I got that sense, I, w I couldn't trace them. So I had to create a, uh, you know, dramatized version of what might have happened based on whatever little clues from players, journalists or or the current England fans gave me and then narrated it. It's much like the Red Sari um, book on Sonia Gandhi, which is a dramatized um, biography of her where, where the writer tries to create certain situations. So you know there may have been a time where uh, she had to take the decision to allow Manmohan Singh to be there. Now, he, now the writer wasn't privy to what happened in that meeting, but he does know that there may have been a lot of issues. Some may have been unhappy and recreates that. So it's a similar sort of a thing where I've tried to, once I knew that, okay, this had happened or this fight had taken place, I'm now trying to recreate knowing the two personalities, how each would have reacted at that time. So would it be fair to say it's a faction? Yeah, I think that's the new word uh, so but but you got to uh, keep this in mind none of the cricketing incidents have uh, have anything that's been conjured out of my mind so cricket whether it is uh, any cricketing incident whether it's a decision by couple day whether it's a meeting whether someone's dropped whether someone's picked run scored wickets taken anything that's got to do with pure cricket is something that you you know it's sacrosanct something that you can't be it's the human side of uh, of a lot of things which i've tried to recreate imagining what the situation might have been at that time so yeah i mean this is a a, a new word that's being used uh, faction or, or whatever yeah i mean you could classify as that but as, as i said for for the cricket purist or if you if you like cricket uh, cricket's untouched there and uh, in terms of the anecdotes, which was the funniest anecdote that you picked up during the research for the book? Oh, there are many. So there's there's one about uh, Yashpal Sharma uh, getting into a restaurant and uh, screaming, I'm late, I'm late, and, and the waitress telling him that you're not late, actually. Uh, but what he was actually saying was he wanted an omelette, and it's his Punjabi accent, which is like that, uh, which I thought was uh, one of the funniest ones about... Uh, uh, there's another one where uh, there's about Yashpal Sharma. He gets uh, very angry because uh, Sandeep Patel, you know, there, there are these girls asking blood for blood donation and and they quietly send him to Yashpal because they always teased him he had a lot of uh, almonds all the time so he said oh his blood will be stronger and now he then uh, chased after them trying to hit them so there are plenty more I mean uh, they're about Kapil and 
I mean, in one of the incident, which which was really a interesting twist in the whole story, is is the um, sort of a cold war that that was brewing between Gavaskar and Kapil Dev, and it actually boiled down to Kapil's uh, you know uh, non-proficiency in English in that sense, where he's not really good at the language, and it's just something else that he really wants to say, and it just comes across differently. So all of those moments are funny, uh, as well as had some serious repercussions. Yeah. So. What's been the response of the cricketers? Uh, so. Um, not all cricketers have uh, read it as uh, yet because I'm in Bombay and a lot of them I want to give it by hand uh, so a lot of them are not in the country because they are in the World Cup but a few who've read it uh, VVS Lakshman was one of the first to have read it and uh, so he sent me a WhatsApp saying he absolutely loved it uh, the way the uh, story has gone um, the people like Gavaskar who I want to hand it I mean I've, I've worked with him for very long I want to hand it uh, over by hand to him and not like but he's in England so when he gets back I'm going to give it to him uh, Kapil Paji I was meant to give but like I said it coincided with me coming here now I'm going back to uh, Delhi on the 20th very soon so what I'm going to do is like then go to all the cricketers that are in Delhi the the 83 cricketer that's Madan Lal there's Yashpal Sharma and all and really give it by uh, hand but uh, few that have read it have really liked it Sachin read the first chapter because it's it's about him and, and he's given an endorsement based on that where he's really liked the storytelling uh, style uh, that I have so those are the few and there are few others uh uh, there's Deep Das Gupta, there's Mohammed Kaif and all who've, who've uh, just started reading it and have, and have uh, really liked it. Uh, f- for a lot of them also, this story was unknown. They just heard they'd won, but they're getting a glimpse as to how that was done. Thanks a lot, Nikhil, for sharing valuable time and talking about your book. Hope the book does well. Oh, pleasure is all mine. Thanks so much, Chandresh. Thanks a lot for joining us on this week's episode of Outside Edge. Please do join us next week for more news and information from the Cricket World Cup in United Kingdom. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.